on a Zoom with me on a very icy, summery, well, what was summer? I don't know what's happening. Um, morning is a man who is doing his best to change the world. And he's starting in his community. And this is something that we, we talk about all the time. You need, if you want to change the world, you've got to start super, super small because that bleeds into everything else that you do. And it inspires people to do the same as you. And that's how we're going to change the world. He, his name is Najen Naidu and he is on a Zoom with me. And we're going to talk about this incredible project, project that hopefully we can borrow. Najen, thank you so much for Zooming with me. Thanks a lot, Danny. Great to be on. I feel like this is all we do now is Zooms. Um, I know. <laughs> Whether we're in traffic or not. <laughs> I know. Najen is in traffic at the moment, but I live here now, Najen. So if, if you're ever in traffic and bored, you can just come and find me. I'll be on a Zoom. Fantastic. Sounds good. Okay. So talk to me a little bit about who you are, where you come from, what your background is. So just so that we get an idea of why you're doing the kind of things that you're doing in your community. So, Danny, I'm uh, born and bred South African, living up in Johannesburg, and I'm a management consultant. And just got a little bit tired of seeing what's been happening with crime and looking at how dirty our cities have been coming, mm -hmm. and decided to try and start doing something about it. So, I got involved in getting security sorted out in my neighborhood okay. because just got tired of seeing crime and the rest of it. And whilst I was busy with that project, I met my then business partner, Dan Hunt, mm. who was cleaning up a, a river in the middle of Santon because that was his passion. He just got sick and tired of seeing things dirty, people complaining, and you know wanted to have a nice environment to live in. So whilst we were busy on our respective projects, we met, we had a meeting of minds of saying, you know, we need to be the change that we want to see in the country. And, you know, we're both passionate about South Africa. And we wanted to see what we could do about it personally with people that needed to have work. So that's kind of where it started. So the main passion behind it is that, you know, to control grime and crime by tackling the fundamental problem in South Africa, which is actually unemployment at the end of the day. Okay. You know, nobody wants to litter. Nobody wants to commit a crime because these are all, you know, especially crime is a very high risk uh, career to have. Yeah. But people are forced into it. So we thought that if we could combine all three concepts together, we could actually just help make things a lot better. This is a very big undertaking. If I look at even my small little town of Brackman, to try and tackle crime, unemployment, and clean the, the town, for one person to do that, or even two with your partner, this seems like a massive, massive undertaking. I don't even know where you would start. So you meet your partner, you're both, you're doing this, the, the keep it safe. He's doing the keep it clean. You guys have this idea. Where to from there? How do you make this into the CitiZen community project? So, Danny, like with all things, you know, the, the project and the aspirations are pretty huge. But what you've got to do is just start one step at a time. So we just started on our doorstep. And if we could actually just make a change there, um, once you get that under control, then you see something else that you want to tackle. And then you figure it out because you've now got the confidence and you've got the feedback from the community that what you've done initially was good. And yes, we do get a lot of criticism, but at the same time, we get a lot of wonderful support and that kind of just makes us persevere. So the idea there is, you know, we started off with two people initially mm -hmm. 
And as we've, you know, we've got, got the river in Santon cleaned up, it's a sunspread river project that uh, we manage. And from there, we then said, okay, well, the river's more or less manageable now, but where does that dirt come from? And we kind of investigated a little bit and then realized that, you know, trash was coming down the stormwater drains. Mm. So we decided to start picking up litter off of the streets. And then we saw how big the problem was. But whilst we were taking our dirt to the local municipal dump, we made friends with a couple of the casuals working there. Okay. And as you get to know the guys and hear their stories, you know, they're all homeless. They're all just hustling to make a living. Uh, we then figured, okay, well, why don't we use these guys? We like them. We can work with them. Why don't we get them out on the streets with us? So from two people, it grew up to uh, eight people that we were supporting at the moment. Wow. Um, and whilst we were you know, doing these street projects, cleaning up taxi ranks, verges, um, we then started making friends with the informal vendors as well as the street side kitchens as well. Because we saw that, well, they have to have, you know, they're trying to earn a living. They need to throw their trash somewhere. Mm. They're actually part of our community. So we got chatting to the guys, started learning about their stories and said, okay, well, why don't we support you guys as well? And it's just something simple as providing them with garbage bags, getting them to pick up their litter at their taxi rank or wherever they're located. And knowing that we will come in and provide a friendly face and service to them. So they really started appreciating being engaged by you know, the neighborhood and the residents. We started explaining to them what it is to do business in Santa and why you've got to keep your area clean, what the community doesn't appreciate, what they have to do for their customers in order to make their customers feel good. Yeah. And no one's ever explained this stuff to them before. So they took it up on themselves with our support to start keeping their areas clean. And then we started supplying them with brooms and rakes whenever we had it. Okay. And they very enthusiastically started keeping their surrounds clean because they had some kind of direction and purpose now. Yeah. Nijin, I've got to ask you because there are going to be people who are listening who are, and as much as I want to, I want to call them trolls, they, they do have a point they, that are going to say, you're doing all of this. The government should be doing it. Um, it's problematic that you're doing it because now you're doing it. Now they're not going to feel pushed to do it. Talk to me a little bit about that feeling, because I'm sure you've possibly experienced it already. Absolutely. I used to be one of those people as well that kind of sat back and just said, well, I'm paying my taxes and I pay a huge amount of tax. Why isn't the government doing it? Mm. If you break the problem down practically, first of all, the government hasn't got it right in 26 years. They're not going to miraculously be able to change and get it right overnight. Mm. And whatever their faults are, it is as it is. It's not going to change overnight. So if I'm going to sit back and complain, I'm going to get depressed. I'm going to get angry with the world around me. Mm. And I'm just going to live a very frustrated life. So we started to investigate how do charities work? What's the role of government? What's the role of local interest groups and public benefit organizations? And we found that you know globally, governments have been fairly smart about how they tackle this. Yeah. Where government actually can't provide certain services they allow private citizens to register a not-for-profit company or public benefit organization, which can then get a tax break for the services that the government should be doing. Mm. Okay. okay. So which basically means uh, CitiZen is a public benefit organization and a Section 18A registered entity. And what that means is we don't pay income tax. All the money that we bring in has to be spent on the activities that we declare to the government. Section 18A means that any donors that contribute money to us 
we can issue a Section 18A tax certificate to them, which they can then submit on their tax submission at the end of the year as an expense, and that reduces their taxable liability. So in effect, what the government has done here has allowed private citizens to channel some of their income tax money to us and get a tax break so they pay less tax to the government. This is a win-win. I feel like as much as we want to moan about this, this feels more like a win-win to me than anything else. Absolutely. And it's, it's all about this private-public partnership that we always talk about. Yeah, We're just taking it to the next level to say, as private citizens, we want to co-create our future. We want to be the change that we want to see in our, our lives, our family lives, for the children that we have, you know, future generations. Um, okay. And yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go. This is your platform. Sorry, go. <laughs> so part of what we're trying to do here as well is we know South Africans are under a lot of pressure and we're all busy and whatever little free time we have, we do want to socialize and take time off with our families and friends. So the whole concept behind City Zen is we're not expecting private citizens to come and volunteer with us actively on the streets by picking up litter and wading around rivers and that kind of stuff. What we're asking people to do is South Africans are phenomenally giving. Yes. And, you know, we want to help our fellow South Africans wherever we can. And you see that by the money we hand out on street corners to mm. the local beggars and window washers. For sure. But each of us, every time we hand out that bit of money, there's a tinge of guilt of going, how is that money being used? Am I supporting a drug habit? Am I supporting alcoholism? Is he going to use the money correctly? Is she hiring that child in order to get sympathy out of me? But not being able to do anything else, we give the money because we, you know, we want to be generous. We want to see people uplift themselves. The problem with that, Danny, though, is that whenever we give money out, we're actually paying for a service. Even a donation is a service. Okay. So when you're handing money out at the street corner to someone who's begging, you're reinforcing the fact that I approve of you being here. I approve of your behavior mm. and I'll pay you for that service. And this has a phenomenal impact on the individual psyche where you have to dehumanize yourself in order to elicit a sympathetic response from the public. Mm. Where you see the guys are lying prostrate on the floor in the middle of winter in shorts and a rag ragged shirt um, in order to get some kind of money in order for them to survive. And we also, you know, so we talked to a lot of the homeless people and the beggars. And we've done some feeding schemes, not that I'm big on that. Um, and we realize why the guys take drugs and alcohol. Because if you have to wake up at six o'clock in the morning in minus three degrees Celsius, um, you know, at a, at a camp that's made up along a riverside mm. in order to go out and beg or try and find some peace work for the day, you know, there's no purpose. There's no dignity in that. Sure. So you've yeah. got to numb yourself to that pain. And unfortunately, this is the service we are paying for by handing money out to the beggars. So where City Zen comes into this is saying, guys, we are actually on the ground working with the homeless, the destitute, the beggars. We're talking to them. We're learning their stories. We're learning about who wants to work. And if the residents channel their money towards an approved organization like ourselves, which is actually based in your community and people can get to know us and hold us accountable. Yeah. We will go out and engage with the beggars and the homeless and give them a job, give them some kind of purpose, get, get them some sense of belonging to a team and make them feel part of our communities and that they're actually adding good to it. 
Najen, if we wanted to get involved, someone listening perhaps from Brackpan or Boxburg or another city in the country, and they want this to expand into their city. And so the only way we do that is by donating, obviously, and helping you grow helps all of us. How do we get in contact with you? Where do we find you? And how can we get involved? Okay, so you guys can get onto our webpage, which is www.city-zen.co.za. And City Zen is spelled C-I-T-Y-Z-E-N. Uh, you can also get a hold of us on our Instagram or Facebook pages, which is City Zen, one word. And as far as expanding to different communities, this is really what we're trying to do here, Danny, is we're trying to prove a model within our community. And we want other people to get interested and see what's possible. We've mm-hmm. done all the hard work. Mm-hmm. And some of that hard work includes getting, you know, registered as a public benefit organization getting our tax exempt status. Uh, we are also now b- busy building partnerships in the private sector. So one of our first partners that stepped up is Fidelity ADT. Okay. Fidelity ADT really believes in getting involved at a community level and creating safer communities. And they understand that by having a clean community where we are creating employment, that naturally impacts unemployment, which naturally impacts crime. So we're very happy to have them on as a partner. We're also busy in discussions with Rotary Club mm-hmm. uh, across South Africa. And we've got uh, three clubs that we're busy talking to at the moment that are going to be working with us to start with in Santa and then expanding into Johannesburg and possibly into other areas in Gauteng. And they're really going to help us replicate this model into other communities. This project is really not our project. We just decided to start it to show people what's possible. And uh, we want people to be able to replicate it either with our help or just be inspired by what we're doing in our story where they can go off and see what's possible and do it. So we're we're happy to help anyone in any capacity. I have to tell you, this is, this inspired me greatly. And the more I've, I've, I've researched about you and the more I've prepared for this interview because we've postponed it. I've postponed it so many times. Um, (laughs) The more I look at my own town and, I can't wait for it to be here as well. You know, you look at things like like the litter and you look at the homeless problem and and you just, you want to help, but it becomes so overwhelming that you feel like you can't do anything. So I'm, I personally am very grateful to you guys. Um, I know that currently it's only in Sandton, but I do foresee that this is going to spread out through the rest of the country. And, and all of us are eventually going to say, you know what, you two weirdos that were looking at a river going, yeah, we could do this. Thank you. Thank you so much. And Danny, just one last thing. I'd like to make this interview a tribute to my business partner who actually passed away two weeks ago. Um, Dan Hunt uh, passed away from coronavirus. And he actually inspired this project 10 years ago or 12 years ago when he started cleaning up the river. Mm. So this is just in his memory as well. We want to continue his legacy and hope to see this grow across South Africa because we all love this country. I am so sorry for your loss, but he started something that now we're all going to have to carry on, which is beautiful, and he'll be remembered forever. Now, Jen, thank you so much. One more time, where do we get in touch with you? Danny, so you can get in touch with us via our website, which is www.city-zen.co.za or via our Facebook and Instagram pages, which is citizenza. C-I-T-Y-Z-E-N-Z-A. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.
Thank you. All of the links, all of the images, if you want to see it, it's on the blog, uh, jackaroundafm.com. Click on Love Songs with Danny Painter. And obviously, wherever you're listening to this, give it a like, give it a share and spread the message. Because I think the more people that hear about this and the more people that go and read about this, the more, the quicker we're going to start bringing cities in into our own communities. Uh, Najen, thank you so much, so much for your time. Thanks again for the opportunity, Danny.